This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Thursday, the 9th of July. Justin, get this. Australians mm-hmm. paid down over $1.6 billion off their credit cards in May, wow. which means that the total credit card debt for all Aussies is at its lowest point since 2007. That is great. I know. Brett, our favourite musical, Hamilton, Ooh, made yeah. its big debut on Disney Plus last weekend. Love it. And downloads for the Disney Plus app went absolutely bananas. <laughs> yeah. Around the world, the app was downloaded 47% more than Ooh. the average four weekends in June. I love that, and I also love the three stories that we've got today. For our first story... Let's do it. Banks are extending repayment holidays by another four months Mm -hmm. for households and businesses. Great news. So what's the story here? Well, earlier this year, the big banks announced their first round of repayment holidays, which was set to last for six months. Here's a fun fact. Mm -hmm. 800,000 customers have deferred their loans already. Which is more than $260 billion worth of loans. And now, this latest extension will extend the deferred repayments Mm -hmm. for another four months. Meaning, banks will be waiting on many borrowers to repay their loans in 2021. Now, do we know how much banks will lose from these repayment well, holidays? Well, some are estimating total losses could potentially be as high as $45 Ooh, billion. That's got a hoit. So what's the key <laughs> learning here? Big banks are doing some heavy lifting to help Australia make it through COVID. Yes, we do all remember the Royal Commission into Banking. Not a great time for the banks. Mm, but truth be told, they have been acting as a bit of a shock absorber for the Aussie economy in 2020. The thing is, banks are very much aware of how significant the economic effects of COVID COVID are. For consumers and for businesses. And the banks know that they have the ability to kind of soften the blow for the whole country. I mean, Australia's banks are some of the most profitable yep. and biggest in the world. Hence why they've been able to offer these loan repayment holidays to Aussies in need. For our second story, Uber is acquiring another giant food delivery company Ooh. named Postmates for around $3.8 billion. Wow, very interesting. So what's the story here? In the US, like in Australia, competition just keeps heating up. AKA the food delivery mm-hmm. wars. But who is Postmates? Postmates has actually been delivering everything from groceries mm-hmm. to takeaway from the US of A since 2011. Now, we know that Uber is keen to withdraw from countries where it reckons it'll struggle to achieve a profit. So Uber could be seeing this acquisition as a way to set up its US Uber Eats business mm-hmm. for profitability yeah. eventually. What are the financial deets here? Uber actually isn't paying for Postmates with cash. Yeah. They're using their shares as a way to exchange for Postmates. Ah, aka using Scrip mm. to pay. So what's the learning here. When two competing companies join forces, mm-hmm. that's called in-market consolidation. And why does in-market consolidation happen? Well, for Uber, that's because they believe this acquisition will improve the combined company's profits. Which is particularly relevant in the food delivery business. Explain, why is that? Well, for many years, food delivery companies like Uber Eats yeah. have been very aggressive yeah. in marketing to customers. Okay, <laughs> paying a lot of money in ads and promotions to win you over as a customer. Remember those $20 promo codes for your first order? I do, but if Uber Eats and Post mates no longer need to compete with each other, their newly combined company should be able to cut this marketing spend. And maybe reduce competition. For our third and final story, thanks to the government's superannuation early access Mm -hmm. scheme, withdrawals of super have already hit their forecasted $27 billion with three long months to come until the scheme finishes. Very ominous for those doing (laughs) the predictive modelling at the Australian Treasury. So what's happened here? Some background. Obviously, one of the first actions the government took when COVID Mm -hmm. reared its ugly head was to offer 
for early access to super. You know, the big lump that sits <laughs> under your name, but you just can't touch until you're 60s. The early access to super was for those who were unemployed mm-hmm. or made redundant yep. or had their hours cut. And in the last week, the Australian Tax Office has released numbers that indicate a jump in withdrawals Ooh. around $7 million in one week. Wow. And now, more than 2.4 million people have been approved to access super early. Which equates to, hello, $27 billion. <laughs> All these withdrawals are great for those who need the money. But it ain't great particularly for superannuation funds mm. who earn fees based on the amount of money that they manage. So what's the key learning here? Being a young person, it's easy to feel a little disengaged yeah. with your super. Those generic emails from your super fund are really quite painful. <laughs> yeah. And we can only get access to this when we're in our 60s. But there are a few reasons why super is important. Hit me with them. Firstly, retirement can last a really long time. If we're lucky. So super is basically you putting money aside for your retirement. Think of it like a long-term investment you're making for yourself. It's just being managed mm. by someone else. Flux family, we love having you on the pod and we have great stories every single day. So make sure you follow or subscribe. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.